0: Love is amazing, oh, but it's also bullshit,
1: and it
2: might also get you murdered. Excellent. Welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing, but it's also bullshit, and might also get you murdered. What, what word? The podcast that reminds everyone that everything they ever wanted in this life can turn into a huge dumpster fire. I'm uh-huh. I'm Aaron Black. With me, as always, is uh, Nicholas, Control Freak Luna.
1: Hey.
2: And Osa. Hi. All right. That wasn't creepy. <laughs> We're getting our creepy voices on today. All right. Yeah. I Yeah. It makes sense. It's a, it's a creepy case. We'll be creepy as mm-hmm. well right now. Wh- why not? You know? All right. So, um, this case is, yeah, it's, well, you'll see. I, I don't. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a doozy. It's a
2: doozy. It's a doozy. Um, So the source is Snapped. Uh, Snapped. Snapped. Season 17, Episode 1. I remember I was, like, looking for a case, and I was like, where's a case where, like, something crazy happens? And then I was like, oh, yeah, what about that, like, TV show where that's every fucking episode? Um, So, Snapped, Season 17, Episode 1. This is the case of Sabrina Zunich. Zunich. Zunich, so um, this takes place in Willoughby Hills, Ohio. Uh huh. Uh, The night is November sixteenth, two thousand twelve. Okay. So we're coming close to the um, anniversary of when this was happening,
1: and and also the end of the Mayan calendar.
2: Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> well, ba- based on that calendar, w- weren't we supposed to already, like, it wasn't the end of the world supposed to happen already? Yeah.
0: I think multiple
1: times, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's bullshit. So, R.I.P. us. So, um...
1: Maybe we just missed the rapture.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we might have. I mean, if we missed the rapture, <laughs> wouldn't we... No what I, nick and i were then what is this <laughs> hell are we in hell right now is that what what happened no happens? it's just no, Earth
0: without like without the good people yeah <laughs> which i guess would make it closer. oh out. actually but you know what yeah the I reason guess, that yeah. we're talking about this is because nick and i were walking down the street earlier and we saw just like a small child's like sweater just like laying flat on the sidewalk and mm-hmm. we were like well what if the child got raptured
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's like that uh, John Mulaney
1: yeah. uh, joke
2: where, where you see like a, a wheelchair on its side and it's like, you hope it's a miracle. <laughs> Probably not, though. <laughs> All right, so um, Willoughby Hills, small town, popu- population 9,000, uh, close to Cleveland, which I've never been to.
1: Yeah, but Cleveland is in Ohio as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, Nick. All right. So... <laughs> Nick Facts! <laughs> so it's a little bit after 1 a.m. And a 911 call comes in. And it's a very distraught, very upset girl. And she basically states that her sister is stabbing her mom. Right? So um, the cops go there. And uh, basically what happens, the cops show up. The 13-year-old girl that made the call... Uh, runs out of the house clutching her phone Mm -hmm. she's hysterical obviously and uh so the cops walk into the house they walk inside and they make it to the uh mother's bedroom and one of the cops says who was ever in there please come out Uh, probably a little bit more forcefully than that but Yeah, yeah yeah a
1: little bit more gusto yeah
2: yeah with a little bit more oomph you know um, but 18-year-old Sabrina Zunick walks out clutching a bloody knife, mm. covered in head to toe in blood. Mm. Right? Sabrina drops the knife and didn't uh, doesn't resist uh, arrest. So they basically take her into custody. So
1: who- and they just kind of leave her in jail for a while.
2: They do. Yeah. <laughs> so w- which is something that uh, I hope. They leave people in jail that walk out with like a knife covered in blood, that would be a good place to leave them, you know <laughs> it it would be worse if they were just like, "You know what you're fine all right yeah. it's cool, yeah, we'll yeah.
1: set bail for like five hundred dollars, yeah,
2: do you have a friend's house you can stay at? don't even change your clothes you're you're okay <laughs> um so let's talk about who Sabrina uh Zunick is okay let's do it.
0: Sounds like she's had a pretty unfortunate life,
2: actually. She one hundred percent has uh, had a very troubled childhood. Uh, born in nineteen ninety four, which makes her a millennial, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, Generation Z.
2: I don't think so. I think she's a what's a generation? I think I... Generation, generation mm-hmm. Z is after two thousand, right? Is it? I don't know.
0: I thought it I would was say she's probably somewhere 90s. on the cusp. But no, 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 no. Uh, millennials go into the 90s, but I'm not sure how far.
2: I think 94. I think she's a millennial. Oh, Okay. So she's one of us, um, <laughs> right?
0: Okay. Sure. Yeah, I, I think not? I think
2: I just made it as a millennial. I just made it 84. Um. Anyway. So. Uh, Yeah, had a very troubled childhood, kind of grew up in the suburbs of Cleveland. He's a
1: good-looking dude. Gone paper. paper.
2: Her father was a paranoid schizophrenic, and basically both her parents had very terrible drug problems. So, um, not off to a great start yeah uh basically child uh protective services stepped in
1: at like age six
2: yeah something like that when she was very young um and she went to live with her grandmother uh but by this time she already was very affected by uh you know the way she grew up she was getting into a lot of fights she was getting bad grades a lot of trouble um just uh uh a real a real handful
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: so it's I,
1: like um i don't know a, a loose cannon
2: you could say that sure that's a, a
1: maverick
2: I feel like you're just saying words now. I mean, <laughs> that last one, Maverick, doesn't make any sense. But, uh, Luce Cannon, you were on the right track there. Oh,
1: okay, okay. And then I started to derail. 100%. Okay.
2: She was uh, a bad teenager. No, yeah. oh,
1: she was a bad apple.
2: She yeah. was like
0: one of the teenagers from Euphoria. Euphoria?
2: Oh, the HBO show. I understand. <laughs> yeah, haven't seen about it yet. bad
0: teenagers.
2: Yeah. Or like a
1: uh, teenager from like the movie Kids or Bully.
2: Or Bully. Yeah, mm, yeah. She those was...
1: were some bad kids.
2: Uh, murder of uh, Bobby Kent. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. those were really bad kids. You know, and like the, the sad thing was like, I mean, it's all sad, what I'm saying. But like the thing about the, the, the movie Bully is those kids didn't have half of bad as a, uh upbringing as she did. So they really didn't have too much of an excuse there. Not really, no. Uh, oh, so we, were you a bad kid growing up?
0: Um, not particularly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I smoked weed and I drank and stuff, but like, my parents never really found out about it. I was very sneaky and I always got good grades. So nice. Ever... I
1: was a monster. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Nick you were was a terrible, a kid. terrible
2: kid. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, tell us a bad kid story
1: um i don't know when i was 15 i was arrested for distribution of marijuana in a school zone um but they didn't find any weed on me but they found a half ounce of mushrooms
2: mm-hmm. mm. yeah that's bad no good. teenager yeah. yeah what about you no 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 i was i was um i was a straight lace uh you know like whatever you want me to do i'll do it i was um i wish i was a little bit more rebellious but like mm-hmm.
1: badass like me. yeah
2: because i feel like <laughs> you took it too far nick yeah Be, because no i was like 100% you know just like um i'll conform to whatever you want me to just just pat me on the head and tell me i'm a good boy i'm i'm pretty i was a sheep i was i was a sheep sheeple yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i ever grew out of it um okay so uh, basically, she went to live with her grandmother. Um,
1: Around 17, though, Granny was like, no way. Granny well, was
0: like, I can't handle this anymore. This is wait, too much for me. Was it 17? Do,
2: do you want me to? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, so she went to uh, live with her grandmother. Um, and in June 2010, uh, basically, her grandmother was like, I can't handle this. This is too much for me. So I don't know what age she was. Yeah, um, we
1: can figure this out, though.
2: Yeah, but we don't have to. Okay. Yeah. So around June 2010, Sabrina went to live in a series of group homes and foster placements. Uh,
1: 16. 16, 16. Yes. 16. Okay, yes.
2: <laughs> Good job. Um, math. Ma- 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 math. 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 Math math no, that's, that's how we figured it out Ma- I math I don't like numbers there's like too many of them um so, there's
1: literally an infinite number of them I know
2: it's, it's, <laughs> it's dumb you know it's like like put a cap on it all right <laughs> you know if you like it you should have put a ring on it all right so uh so so now she's in foster care um but it's still not working out she's always getting into drugs uh stealing. Um, just just being all around into trouble. Uh, in July two thousand eleven at sixteen she went to stay with foster parents Kevin and Lisa Canaffel. Caunoffel? Yeah, I'm saying I that, think that right. was right. Yeah. And um, Lisa and Kevin seemed to basically have it all, right? Uh, good looking couple, early forties, nice house. Least... Which
1: they show constantly in the episode of Snap. They always just cut back to shots of the house. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, they only had so much. To... <laughs> and and you, you'll you also notice that, like, um there's a couple phrases that they say at least nine or ten times over and over and over again. Because they only have, like, so much interview tape. You know, so every time there's, like, they come back from a commercial, it's like... By the way, and Lisa, you know, was bad. In case you, she was bad, did you know? I she's bad, you know. And Lisa was bad, you know. It snapped. Oh wait, it was. A,
1: <laughs> and then one day she just snapped.
2: And she snapped. Okay,
0: so, um, house was a lovely sage green color, though.
1: Yeah, but it was like that vinyl siding, which is kind of trashy.
2: Yeah. It's trashy. Trashy. Yeah, vinyl oh, siding. I think so. Okay. I I don't even know. I mean, what... <laughs> I
1: guess you could just hose it
2: off. I mean, yeah, that's that's the point, right? Yeah. It looks like one of those houses you see, like, you know, riding behind, like, a truck, you know, on wheels, you know, <laughs> with, like, a banner that's like, this could be yours. Um, so, anyway, uh, so you went to live with uh, Lisa and Kevin. Uh, seemed like a very nice couple. Early 40s. Nice house. They had two girls. One girl was from a previous marriage that Lisa was in mm-hmm. and the other girl, a three year old, was their seed. <laughs> their child, yes. Their love child. So uh, Kevin drove truck for he, a He drove truck? He drove truck, yeah. <laughs> That's how you say you, you don't you don't say he drove a truck. Like like when you drive truck you, you drive truck, you know. <laughs> Industry language. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I learned something. Well, that, well that's what always... Um, uh, Lauren Armstrong always says, yeah, drive truck, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. No, but of anyway. course
1: he's a trucker.
2: Yeah, I mean... Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Kevin Kevin drove truck for a food service company. Lisa was a social worker. And basically help troubled kids. So it seemed like the perfect environment for Sabrina. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, Lisa had a passion for helping troubled kids. You know, like she really loved to help people. They had several successful foster kids before. Mm -hmm. Um, Successful foster kids. I mean...
1: But but they were all younger, right?
2: Yes, exactly. But they were children, so this is the first like foster teenager.
1: And they thought, no problem, we got this.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, um, we've done enough cases where like, I'm like, no shit, pretty pretty scared of teenagers. Oh, absolutely. All of them, every <laughs> single one of them. It's like, um, their brains aren't developed and
1: they're like developed enough to pull a trigger.
2: Yeah, exactly. You could talk them into anything. Like you got you got <laughs> weird they got weird shit bouncing around in their heads. I you know, sometimes I think like by the grace of God, like I could have been one of these kids on one of these TV shows, you know? Mm. Like I was such like a a, a a you know, you could talk me basically into anything, I think. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I could see that.
2: Yeah, it was really really bad. Um, so, uh, in the beginning of this kind of, uh, thing that was going on where, where Lisa and Kevin brought in Sabrina, it seemed to be going well at first. Uh, Sabrina seemed to be very motivated to kind of improve her situation, right? Uh, she got along with the two younger girls. Uh, Sabrina kind of looked at them as sisters. So things were going up, right? Mm -hmm. You could even say that she was thriving so in the beginning um of this uh journey uh where Sabrina was living with Kevin Lisa it it seemed to be going very very well at first you know she was getting uh along with the two younger uh girls and she seemed to be getting good grades making friends which was very hard for her before um so um yeah it it seemed to be uh looking up for them uh, Lisa, the mother, was the strict one.
1: Yeah, she was, like, uh, the hammer.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, she she was the one who, um, you know, was, 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 was the one who held her to certain standards. While Kevin was more of the lenient fun parent. Yeah, fun dad. Yep. Which, you know, at the end of the day is kind of like the fun parent even though it's it, it's cool i i feel sorry for the strict parent because you need the disciplinarian right and and it sucks to be the enemy it's it's always better to like be the fun cool dad yeah, yeah
1: i feel like if i were to ever have children i'd have to be the hammer and then whoever
2: you would be the worst fucking hammer ever you would be like the <laughs> you you'd be like the hammer that like you know, like, <laughs> uh, you know, Wiley Coyote gets from the Acme family and it turns out to be just like styrofoam, you know.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, I don't think you've yelled at anybody in your entire life.
1: you're definitely not a hammer. Thank <laughs> you. heard Thank it you. Here first. <laughs> Charles. Love um. that
2: <laughs> maniacal <laughs> laughter from Charles. That was amazing. <laughs> I could see Osa being the hammer, though
0: yeah what do you mean whoever (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) easy there hammer (laughs) please hammer don't hurt him (laughs) oh we have a lot of fun around here
2: yeah it's a good time all right so um yeah so anyway it, it was kind of like a weird dynamic um but regardless it seemed to be working you know um she was getting good grades and making friends. Um, and uh, so Sabrina was starting her senior year in 2012. Uh, and she had a goal. She had a dream. And her dream was to be a massage therapist.
1: That, that's like a pretty feasible goal.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you, you just need like a certificate, right?
1: Yeah, you go to school for like two months for it. Yeah. You get a certificate, then you can do it. It's not like she's like I want to be an
2: astronaut. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> but but for where she came from that is a admirable yeah. goal, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: You hear that? You're like, yeah, I could see you doing yeah, that. Yeah, I
0: think it I think it was positive that she had goals for herself.
2: Any goals. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. I think you 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 need to know a little anatomy you know
1: yeah like you know how have to know how to not hurt people
2: (laughs) yeah sure i guess (laughs) i don't know you you um you know there's a lot of things about the body that that it's a mystery it is and there's like certain like spots like i heard like you know there's certain spots like behind your legs that if you if you a certain amount of pressure on it it like has different you know physical effects on you like your mentality am i just totally no i have no idea i feel
1: like you're just making this up (laughs) a little bit yeah
2: (laughs) all right so anyway um so things were going good with sabrina and um basically when she When you're in a foster system, you age out at 18, right? Mm -hmm. So when she aged out at the end of October, when she turned 18, she actually applied with the state of Ohio to stay in foster care with the uh, Knievels.
1: Knievels?
2: Knievel. Knievels.
1: Yeah, I don't know how to say that name. Let me see it. Yeah. Where's that? Knievel?
2: Kneffel, Kneffel, Kne- Knefel. She She applied to stay with Lisa and Kevin. Um,
1: so, yeah, we'll just skip their last name.
2: Yeah, right. They're Lisa and Kevin from now yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so three weeks after her 18th birthday, after she basically applied with the state to stay with Lisa and Kevin, that 911 call was made. So what <sighs> happened? Right, so let's go back to the night of the murder. 1.15 uh, a.m., November 16th, Uh, They received that frantic phone call from the 13-year-old daughter. Uh, She was basically screaming that Sabrina was stabbing uh, her mom, Lisa. And then cops found Sabrina covered in blood, holding a knife, and she's arrested. Now, the crime scene is horrific. It's just basically a blood bath. Right? Mm -hmm. A bath of blood. A bath of blood. Yes, exactly. Mm. So um that's that's not good so uh and lisa was basically laying in the pool of blood she was dead um in the closet was the younger girl who was three years old the daughter so that sucked
1: yeah that sounds like they're making another you know like perpetuating the cycle of violence that led to this moment
2: yeah well i I was saying like that's the that's the beginning of the of if anybody's seen dexter that's how the the that's his origin story that's how he kind of like ended up becoming this like psycho killer he like saw his mom get murdered, and then he was in the like crate with his mom's body for like three days. Ugh. It was just really really bad yeah anybody see that show yeah. Dexter. yeah 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 i haven't no Did you see all all
1: of it i quit watching after a point point. and uh the character that played his sister like i just really hated that character the sister
2: yeah w- w- why did you hate her it's because you hate strong women right no, <laughs> you, no. Why did you tell me that before <laughs> that you like really hate it when, when they get all uppity and th- no, think no, they could no, do no. things besides like make you a sandwich I think that was a quote you said to me. No, right? no, yeah. no, 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 not, not me. <laughs> uh, okay, Nick. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, Nick never said that. So uh, so basically, they take Sabrina in uh, uh, into custody. She had inadvertently um, basically stabbed herself a couple of times, uh, stabbing Lisa, which is pretty common when you get to these, like, murder scenes where, like, the person is just, like, completely out of control. Um, police interviewed the 13-year-old daughter. Uh, basically, what happened was she she came into Lisa's room, her mom, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the attack. Uh, Kevin, however, was not there. Kevin was away on business. He was away on truck. On truck, he was he was driving truck. <laughs> um, you know, so, so he was somewhere driving. You know, frozen taters,
1: frozen White Castle sandwiches to
2: some. You know, sleepaway camp in New Hampshire or whatever.
1: Um, and, and then, like, he was running late on his shipment, so he had to like work double time. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So so he just had he just had no. He just wasn't there.
1: Yeah, he was never there.
2: That's that's all we were saying. Yeah. <laughs> um. So basically, uh, so the daughter walks in. Lisa was screaming for Sabrina to stop, but Sabrina did not.
1: She I, was like, no way, she, girlfriend.
2: She, she almost seems like she was in a, a frenzy of sorts.
1: Yeah, it kind of seems like it. Didn't she, like, bend the knife?
2: Yeah, she, she yeah. attacked her so hard that the knife got bent. Mm. which is insane yeah I mean it's um I don't know I have, have you ever been involved in something where you get so wrapped up in it you will actually kind of like black out and you can't remember it later yeah I was married once <laughs> <laughs> oh good job that was perfect Yeah. What, what good about, one yeah
0: I'm not even gonna try to top that.
2: Nope, pass. All right, fair enough. Me either. Um, you you get joke of the episode. <laughs> so yeah, so the attack was so brutal that the knife was bent. Lisa ultimately sustained one one hundred and seventy-eight stab and slash wounds, Oof. which is way too many. Um, yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's what. That's what cops would call overkill. But, um, sh- <laughs> that's no, not, no, a joke. I mean, yeah. that's not that's really what they call it. <laughs> I think that's what they call it. Like, like, um, I don't know. I, I, I watch enough, I watch way too many like police procedural murders where I'm like, that's what cops say. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't know that because you just watch fucking movies <laughs> which, which are completely fictional. Um, so I have to remind myself that I actually don't know anything, but... But you did go to law school. Yeah. Yeah. But, so um, you know something. I know a couple things, yeah. Okay. So Yeah, don't
1: sell yourself short, baby.
2: I'll sell myself however I want to sell myself.
0: <laughs> I feel like I retained very little of um, what I learned in college. Mm. That's all I have to say about that.
2: <laughs> so um, Lisa had severe defense wounds. Uh, one finger was almost completely severed. Um, when Sabrina was all stitched up, uh, the cops came to basically talk to her. And Sabrina said she didn't remember the attack. Right. That was her strategy, which is something that happens a lot in like we've done more than a few cases where that was the strategy like i just don't remember Mm -hmm. in fact has anybody seen um what's that uh movie um side effect
1: uh uh, who's in it
2: It, it's steven soderbergh he directed it and it's hmm. uh rodney roma or chris ah shit tatum Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, yeah. yeah, and he gets stabbed by a girl. Tom Sizemore. Yeah, side of. I think it's called Side Effect. Jude Law's in it. Oh yeah,
1: I like him. I
2: like your stabbing motion.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> Aaron Blackstone just a stabbing motion while he's trying to think stab, of these people's stab, names. Stab. Yeah,
2: stab. I mean, I'm 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 just like trying to buy time until you step in here.
1: Yeah, well, see, I've never seen the movie. All right, so well, I... <laughs> then, why did you say that? All right,
2: uh, I think it's called Side Effect. But anyway, it's about like. Um, S- some girl who basically that's her defense like she was sleepwalking and she ended up stabbing her spouse or something like that hmm likely story <laughs> i think there's been uh, a couple cases where like they actually got off that's crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> like oh that's nuts i just
0: thinking about all the weird stuff nick does in his sleep oh yeah i mean uh, i well could mean to- that
2: he doesn't murder me i could totally see nick like doing something like insane in his sleep yeah not killing you yeah well but i hopefully. mean hopefully you know it's like who knows right you know yeah. but, but like i i don't know i could see you like going for like a bike ride in your sleep or something like that oh
1: like, yeah yeah i do like reach out for things while i'm sleeping Oh and like push buttons
2: yeah it's true it's like, n- the, n- like,
0: like the other day okay so more than saying stuff he's been doing like weird hand motions lately so the other day he had like his arm around me and he was like moving his hand a little bit and it was like kind of tickling me so I grabbed his hand and like moved it away from moved it off of me and he like woke up for a second he was like oh sorry I was peeling an
2: apple <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> What, I, I was peeling an apple. <laughs> That's so funny. What, what What else? Has he said anything else? Um, oh yeah. I mean, there's lots of good ones. Yeah. No. I like the um, uh, what was it? East Coast rap is better than West oh, Coast. Oh yeah, rap.
0: yeah. He said East Coast rap is better than West Coast rap, which is so funny because it's like, oh, he's he's so himself even in his sleep. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean...
1: I mean, it's true, though.
0: <laughs> my favorite was one time... One time I was, like... He was asleep still, and I was, like, up and getting ready for work, and he he turns over and goes, make sure they give me the epidural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Epidermal? Did, did did he ever... Epidural, pe- like, epidural what, yeah. like what you get when you're about to give
2: birth. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what what Do you remember... Like, what dream you were having when you said that? I
1: don't. I I really don't. I I do remember the other day I, like, woke up and I was like, gay robot cowboy. Gay robot
2: cowboy? Yep.
0: Yeah, I vaguely remember that. You did say something about gay
2: robots. Gay robot cowboy. I don't know. Maybe you just saw, like, an episode of Westworld.
1: Yeah, maybe.
2: (laughs) Does does, uh, Osa say anything in her sleep?
1: No.
0: Do I do anything in my sleep?
1: You go to sleep, like, immediately if you're watching a movie.
0: <laughs> That's true. I did, like, pass out on your shoulder the yeah. other night, and I, when you woke me up, I was like, oh god, I think I just drooled all over him. Yeah, you did. No, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. No. <laughs> hey,
2: what's up, Charles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> anyway
1: uh wait let's make a flannel song
2: no let's not (laughs) this Um, is the flannel song
1: all right well okay if i if i feel like not making it i just won't make it you just cut out all of this (laughs) Yes. there's
2: there's been more than a couple times where you're like all right let's do like the you know the the whatever like the ohio song and then like (laughs) We'll be quiet for a second, and then we'll just keep on talking. He just, like, never put the song in.
1: And never even made it. Yeah, and he never edited
2: out the part where he says he's going to play a song, you know? Um, So, it's just, just like, a weird, awkward pause. Okay, so...
1: Nick with an eye for detail.
2: Ah, uh, whatever. I, I don't think it took any way, anything away from the um episode. Or it might have. Who knows? All right, so... Uh, Sabrina says she didn't, doesn't remember the attack. Um, so all she could remember, like this is the last thing she said she could remember, is uh, going into Lisa's room to get some medicine for a headache.
1: Mm, and that's, that's good medicine.
2: The last thing she remembers.
0: Likely story. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> well, maybe Lisa didn't have the sort of medicine she was looking for. I don't know where I was going with that. That's so okay. then she stabbed her? <laughs> like over a hundred times?
0: Yeah.
2: I I said Advil! <laughs>
1: uh, you told me you had Oxycontin, you lying bitch. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> um, Maybe edit that out, Nick. Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling. I, I have a feeling this uh, episode is going to keep you very busy as far as <laughs> editing goes. We're we're we are all over the place today. Yeah. All right. So, um Sabrina says. Okay, I already said that. Um, so that's the last thing she remembers. Uh, police put her in jail, and they leave her there, which is a good place to put someone you think might have stabbed someone 178 times. Uh, so Kevin Rush... ...rushes home from driving truck uh, when he hears about the murder. Um, He seems... His behavior when he gets home is interesting to the police. He seems more curious than heartbroken.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. like... He's acting as if his wife had not been just murdered.
2: Yeah. First thing he wants to do is he wants to see, see the crime scene for himself, which the police are automatically are, are automatically are like, well, that's weird. That's, yeah.
0: That is a strange response,
2: right? If a well, lot me see it, I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> was there a lot of blood? I, I want to see if there's as much as you say, you know, she, she was a loved one of mine. Like, you know, <laughs> that's the last thing I think if someone you love gets murdered, the last thing you're, you're like is, is it crazy in there? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, So, and, and not the, his behavior wasn't just strange for the police, but also very strange to friends and family, right? Um, apparently, you know, during the funeral, he didn't seem sad. He seemed very upbeat when he was greeting people, you know, hey, how are you? Thanks for coming to my wife's funeral. I know it's a bummer, you know, uh, (laughs) something like that, I guess. (laughs) What a drag. Yeah. (laughs) i mean he kind of reminds me i mean i don't i don't know but like the way they described it in the episode reminds he kind of his behavior reminds me of how they said chris watts acted
1: the guy that started the watts riots
2: oh what (laughs) wow um just that's some crazy free association uh (laughs) no chris watts ended up uh killing his wife and two little girls and apparently he did um not apparently he did a bunch of interviews afterwards and it was like he he couldn't stop smiling he had the stupid fucking smirk on his face when he's like i just hope they're not dead you know and everyone's like that's insane so creepy yeah 100 percent so I guess th- that's what this guy was kind of acting like. That's definitely a case we're not going to do. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Okay. That's too fucking bleak. Like, even this one, we're like... Ugh.
0: Yeah, this one was pretty bleak. And yeah. I yeah. feel a little guilty about laughing so much while we were describing the murder. Well, but, you know, we got off
1: topic. Yeah, bleak like Yasmeen.
2: That's why I'm trying to be not so funny, which I think I'm succeeding at.
1: Yeah, and what am I doing?
2: <laughs> you're 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 saying like weird things that don't really like fit the the narrative, which is fine, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, maybe I'm trying to just avoid like actually talking about the story.
2: Like the things you're sa- well, I don't think you're doing that, but the things you're saying it's it's almost like you see those um like whenever there's like a therapist and there's like a patient and they're showing them those ink blots yeah, and a, he's like a what Rorschach do you see here test. yeah exactly and you're like a butterfly like that's what Nick seems to be doing you know just like i say something and he's like yeah kind of like you know like a a cloud that looks like a penis or something like that <laughs> why do
1: all the clouds look like penises <laughs> I
0: mean, is that different from how he normally acts? That's true, 100%. No, mm. it's
2: not. Yeah, and that's what we love about Nick. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, that's why you keep me around?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no filter whatsoever. <laughs> it's just like, you know, the floodgates are open. Just so it whatever. It just keeps you on your toes. Whatever. Where,
0: where is he going to take this conversation next? Yeah.
2: <laughs> whatever thoughts from here, you know, there's nothing stopping them getting yeah. out of your mouth. Free flow. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, I... There's, there's almost like, and some of the words don't want to go you know some of them are like keep me in your head you know <laughs> <laughs> but your head's like fuck you you're, you're you're getting out there people need to know what i think um okay so uh basically so yeah so he's acting very 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 weird right um he's he's acting uh you know Almost ha- Are we talking about. Gleeful? Oh, yes, yes. Are we talking about Kevin or Nick Gray? Right exactly. Okay. We're talking about Kevin. <laughs> Kevin is acting very happy, which is very weird because he just came home to his wife being murdered. Seems to be very upbeat, which is not how you should act. Um, ever. Ever, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so the police learn that. Uh, so the police start investigating this whole situation right and at first they learn that lisa was in the beginning very happy with the with sabrina with the sabrina situation Mm -hmm. um you know she thought it was great that sabrina was making friends and getting good grades and she liked helping people Mm -hmm. but later on the police found out that she thought that sabrina was undermining her relationship with kevin Right. And remember that, you know, Lisa was supposed to be the disciplinarian and Kevin was supposed to be the fun parent. Fun dad. Exactly. Fun, and fun, fun, fun. A fun dad. And so this whole dichotomy of Lisa being, you know, do what I say and Kevin being like, hey, whatever. You know, it's <laughs> it just kind of um, exasperate exasperating uh you know sabrina kind of heading towards kevin and forming like a kind of closer bond
1: yeah like like sabrina would, would go up to uh you know lisa and be like hey can i go to this party tonight and lisa'd be like absolutely not so then she'd go to kevin and kevin be like yeah absolutely just make sure to put in your diaphragm
2: is that a thing that they said on the show no no not oh. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, everyone.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to like work in a joke that's that said was... diaphragm. <laughs>
2: that, that was so specific that I was like, "This, <laughs> he, he can't be making that up. Like, that's insane. <laughs> uh, someone would make that up." But um, you know, now I know. Now yep. I know. Yeah. Never underestimate the crazy shit Nick will say. Um, so uh, basically. You know, Sabrina and Kevin were getting close. But it wasn't... It wasn't private. This was pretty out in the open. There were other people who kind of saw what was going on. Um, And they were like, yo, this seems a little inappropriate. Exactly. They were like, this is getting very uncomfortable. Um, So it, it got creepy. It got inappropriate. And people started to notice. Right? Apparently, they made sexual jokes with each other
1: yeah and they were like mad handsy
2: which like i have no idea how you would how how daft do you have to be to do that in front of other people yeah that's fucking nuts yeah (laughs) it's like i have i have a problem making like overtly sexual jokes in front of anybody you know regardless of age or whoever Mm -hmm. you know But, like, to do that with, like, a person who's, like, clearly a child, like, what are you thinking? I guess he's not thinking, I guess, is the answer. Kevin just seems like a fucking terrible human being. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah,
1: I mean, he drives a truck because he hates his family.
2: Yeah, probably. Probably. I I guess it's one of those things that's a um, midlife crisis thing. I think it's more than that.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um... And he was a hottie, wasn't he? Was he? I don't think so. I mean, (laughs) no, not at all. I mean, I guess he was
0: kind of attractive. I mean, I feel like he was a pretty average-looking dude. He had a dad bod. He
2: He did have a dad bod. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and by the way, even if they were having a sexual relationship, uh, even if Sabrina was eighteen. It still wouldn't have been consensual, given the foster child father relationship, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, but you know what's so basically what was happening is friends and family were like, those two are fucking. Like I think that's what's happening, and even friends uh, uh, and friends of Sabrina said that kind of made sense because Sabrina had a lot of daddy issues. Daddy. Which, you know, I don't, I don't, people, people like to talk a lot about daddy issues. I don't know what that means exactly, but I guess abandonment issues. I I guess so. Yeah.
1: Aaron, do you have daddy issues?
2: No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, unless like, you know, uh, I mean, my daddy issues are great, great issues. You know, like, <laughs> like, like we have great talks and, you know, he gives me advice like the awesome issues i have awesome daddy issues i guess you could say right like why do issues have to be negative right if you think about it yeah um so uh and around this time friends said that lisa and sabrina were fighting a lot sabrina uh basically didn't like her rules and a couple times the sabrina and lisa were yelling so loud at each other that the cops had to be called
1: Yeah, by, like, neighbors. Yeah. And, you know, after seeing so many pictures of that house, they had quite a spread, so the neighbors were pretty far away.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, like, the thing is, like, do we even know that was their house? I guess we don't. I guess we don't, but the fact that they showed
1: it, like, 30, 40 times made us assume.
2: That it
0: would be their house. Yeah, exactly but we i guess yeah we don't know for sure.
1: Yeah, they were like, "Hey, just find a house."
2: Yeah. I, I feel like Taco Cat's going to jump all over us on this one. Oh. Yeah. Don't oh, you no. do. Yeah. yeah. Don't you do any research? No. We no, don't. we don't. Absolutely do research. not. Yeah. <laughs> so, um uh the week before the murder, uh Lisa told a friend that she uh basically wanted Sabrina out of her house, right? Uh, She basically gave Sabrina an ultimatum. Get out of my house by January 1st. Uh, So to police at this point in the investigation, it basically looked like Sabrina just snapped and killed Lisa for for being like a strict parent, you know. Um, So by the beginning of 2013, it had been two months since Sabrina was arrested, right? And um, basically, police around this time confirmed that Kevin was out of town uh, via GPS.
1: He was on truck.
2: He was on truck, right? Uh, But the police still had a lot of questions about their inappropriate relationship. So police started gathering evidence uh, that basically Sabrina had been plotting to kill Lisa for some time now. Now, uh. Sabrina had a classmate. A friend, right? Audrey? Well, uh Autumn, but the, Autumn. Uh, but another classmate named uh Nick Longwinner. He was he was kind of like that lanky Edward goofy Snowden dude. looking ass yeah. motherfucker. Yeah.
1: Uh here, let's pause for a second. We're getting a
2: weird poppings. It's the PP song. I got a German name. It's the, the, the pp song this is a short break it's the pp song i got a germ oh it's the, 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 the pp song this is a short break like, i mean you, you you trust a fish fish sandwich at any fast food food place
1: i do and i do trust it from like the oldest uh and original fast food chain in the world White Castle. Dude. Look it up.
2: Um, <laughs> is that the first fast food chain in the world? Is it is. true? When yeah. I was a kid... It uh,
1: started in, like, Illinois or Indiana.
0: When I was a kid, I used to love fucking Long John Silver's.
2: Oh, yeah. I've been good there.
0: stuff. I would trust that. That's fast food. That's fast true. Fast food fish. Oh,
1: that's uh, true. Although, everything although at like... Long John Silver's tastes the same. You get, like, the mixed basket. It's well, probably
0: because they all fry it together. That's <laughs> yeah. Why. That's, whatever. that's why it's good. It's because it just tastes like fried.
1: Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Anyway... Let's do this. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I'm uh, going. Okay. I've been going. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Are, are we recording? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, I'm just trying to, if you want to that's a, that's a read. Okay. Things got creepy. Freak okay. uncle. Friends and friends. Okay, so friends and family were expecting that, or basically like, uh, yeah, Kevin and um, Sabrina were having an affair. Sabrina had daddy issues. Daddy. Daddy. Um, yep, yeah, so basically they were fighting, uh, uh, when I say they were fighting, I'm talking about Lisa and Sabrina were fighting to the point where the cops were called, mm-hmm. um, a week before her murder, uh. Okay, I said that part. Lisa Lisa wanted Sabrina out by January first. Um, to the police, it just appeared that Sabrina just basically snapped,
1: yeah. like the show.
2: Yeah, snapped. I think this girl snapped. <laughs> um, so uh, by the beginning of 2013, uh, it had been two months since Sabrina was arrested, and basically at this point, uh, Kevin. Kevin they confirmed that Kevin was out of town via the GPS on his truck on truck right but they were still investigating the relationship the inappropriate relationship that they were having around this time a classmate
1: Mm. uh,
2: named Nick Longwinter
1: oh yeah Edward Snowden looking ass motherfucker
2: uh, come on you know he's he's a kid well, what he
1: has glasses and a crew cut, just like he's Edward not, yeah, Snowden. Yeah,
2: but don't call him Edward Snowden ass-looking motherfucker. That doesn't. <laughs> that doesn't seem too positive. <laughs> you know, he he just calls him like I sees him. He he he's 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 growing into himself. Regardless, this kid has an awesome moral compass, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters.
1: And so did Edward
2: Snowden. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um well, that's a for debate. So, uh Nick Longwinter, uh one of Sabrina's classmates, went to the police and told them that he might have information about the murder of Lisa. Um and he got this information from a Facebook post that he saw. Right? He saw a Facebook post by Sabrina's friend Autumn. Um, and basically, she made a post that said, I can't believe she did it. Right. So good for Nick. Yeah. Good for Nick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah good for me.
2: I, I probably would have kept that shit to my not. I wouldn't have kept it to myself, but I would have been like, they'll figure it out. They're the cops. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: got this. Yeah. Yeah, you
0: would think that would be one of the first things the cop do. The cops do is look into Facebook. But yeah, apparently not. Well, I
1: mean, when you find the person with the murder weapon covered in blood next to a murdered body, it's pretty yeah. clear that they did it.
2: But True. I mean, there's been there's there's more and more Facebook murders out there, like right? So this is like uh face has has a Facebook element. It reminds me of the uh Seth Jackson murder. Right? That with the murder down in Florida where basically Seth Jackson and um uh, a girl broke up, and they were talking shit online, and then a bunch of
1: oh yeah, I remember uh, of that. The
2: girls' uh, friends, Michael Bargo, he was one of them, mm-hmm. uh, killed Seth Jackson and tried to burn him. Um, but it's...
1: and then also the the uh, Gypsy Rose, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So 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 Facebook is becoming a very. There's... It's a catalyst for murder. Well, no, it's <laughs> it's. Uh... It's a it's not a like, like they didn't murder each other because of Facebook, but they ended up, you know, finding out about the murders because of Facebook. It's 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 a interesting I would love to see like the like like just to do a special on like murder and Facebook, you know, and just like to see the connection there. Mm. I bet there's a lot of cases like I a bet ton you of cases. most
1: murderers have a Facebook page.
2: Yeah, yeah I think so totally yeah uh, I remember you know I asked for um a, a friend request from uh, the zodiac a little while ago really he, he didn't he didn't get back to me mm. but whatever also serious side note though if
0: if um, you are curious about somebody's past and you can't find anything about them on social media that is a red flag
2: um a potential red flag okay but I mean you could also like, You could also talk to them because there's some people now are being like, I'm just sick of it. There's people that are just like, completely just like, ugh. So some of them just like, you know. Yeah,
1: but you should, like, if you Google someone's name, you should find something.
2: That's true, yeah. I feel like as soon as I have, I no longer have anything to promote anymore. I'm going to like totally erase my entire internet footprint. Like all social media.
1: Yeah, good I, luck with that.
2: Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like, like it's it doesn't sound like a bad idea to me anymore. You know? I don't
1: think it's possible, though.
2: It might not be possible, but you know the, you could definitely shrink it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> sure. So anyway, <laughs> um, so so the police saw this post by Autumn. Her, her full name is Autumn Pavic.
1: Is this the same Autumn that we met in the Grand Canyon?
2: No. no 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 no
1: no let's not even get into it
2: now you say that you brought it up and then you say don't get into it <laughs> nick you're you're leaving me no outs here it's just like you know you're, you're just driving a car like to like into dead ends you know where we just all right okay sorry all right, all so, right.
1: So, so, I'll, I'll simmer down
2: okay so, you're, you're like let's not get into it you brought it up all right so anyway sabrina's friend uh autumn made a post that said i can't believe uh she did it police start to interview autumn uh who basically confirmed nick's suspicion uh and and basically told the cops that sabrina was going to uh kill lisa autumn says And this is based on her interview with the cops. Autumn says that a few months prior to the murder, uh, Sabrina came to her wanting to know if she knew a hitman. Whoa. Right? Which
1: is... (laughs) A really dumb question to ask a teenager.
2: Exactly. But, I mean, you know, it it makes sense because the person asking it was also a teenager. Children. Yeah. But that sounds like, you know, that sounds like a a thing, uh, a, a... dumb high school kid would ask another dumb high school kid um and uh saprina said she wanted to know because kevin and lisa were getting a divorce so that's interesting um you ever think when you were in high school did you ever felt like any of your friends knew a hitman no yes (laughs) 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 do you want to elaborate
1: no, I mean, it's just, like, I, I hung out with a pretty pretty rough crowd, so I'm sure, if need be, I could find one.
0: You could procure
2: one?
1: Yeah, mm. most likely.
2: Yeah, but they wouldn't be good ones.
1: No, I never said good, but, like, you know, yeah. uh, you know, you get what you pay for. A good yeah. $5,000 hitman.
2: Yeah, I think if you're a $5,000 hitman, you might have got away with, like, possibly accessory to murder once, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, So for months, Sabrina refused to talk to the police while she was in custody about Kevin's possible involvement in Lisa's murder. Apparently, Sabrina at this point was still in love with Kevin. But then on May of 2013, this is six months after the murder, Sabrina wants to talk to detectives, right? And apparently what happened was Sabrina's attorney basically sat her down and was like, look, you could possibly get the death penalty. And immediately she was like, you know what? I have some stuff to say. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I would like to talk to you about a few things. So uh, Sabrina and the investigators sit down and uh, immediately she affirms that her and Kevin were having an affair. Uh, this affair, this sexual relationship, started in April of 2012 when Sabrina was 17.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So... Um, Kevin. What were you doing, Kevin?
1: Yeah, keep it in your pants, asshole.
2: Yeah. No, I mean... I don't know. It's... It, this Stories like this are the weirdest. It's it's one thing when somebody has a history of... of behavior like this but to just all of a sudden out of nowhere start in your 40s to i mean you know live a little aaron maybe he just never got caught before yeah that's Uh, what that's what i was thinking yeah yeah um so uh basically you know sabrina was 17 when this whole thing started uh by then she had been with the family for nine months, so she was already a big part of Kevin's life, and uh, Kevin had already become like a trusted confidant. Mm-hmm. Because he was fun, Dad. He was fun, Dad, and she was looking for a father, I guess.
1: Damn, daddy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because her like birth father really sucked.
2: Yeah, well, he's he was a schizophrenic, so and a he drug addict. was basically out of the picture. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, so I guess, I guess, you know, when you are missing a father, you know, you just want that void in your life filled, and sometimes you could fill it in some very unhealthy ways. So, when, oh, yeah. yeah, so when Sabrina told uh, Kevin she wanted to be a massage therapist, he asked for a massage and you probably can guess where it went Mm. from there so just cue you know horrible porn plot line um (laughs) so yeah i mean seriously yeah it's like even
0: even, guy gets
2: sexy massage from his stepdaughter yeah it's like (laughs) yeah it's like can you uh you know i'll give you some pointers it's like oh my god (laughs) even just watching it i was like this again? Okay. <laughs> um, so Sabrina insisted that this relationship, the sexual relationship, was consensual, which didn't matter. Yeah. Because it couldn't have been. But, like, to her, it was consensual. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but even if she was 18, it still wouldn't have been consensual because it was such a predatory thing going on between right, the two right. of them. Um, But she was... In love with him. Mm -hmm. Ever been in love with an older man? Mm,
0: Not really. I would say the biggest age gap of a guy that I ever dated was like nine years. That's a that's a good chunk of change. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was like twenty three, and he was like early thirties. So, I I mean, I I feel like it was like not that creepy though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say maturity wise we were on the same level so okay. all right fair enough i think yeah, that i
1: mean i thought it was weird when i was like 23 and i, I was dating a 19 year old i felt a little weird about that
0: that is a little weird
2: that is totally weird because I, I think you're that... a creep what
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were co-workers what a and fucking she was creep you
2: are <laughs> Oh, she was hot. Oh, was she also looking for a daddy, Nick? You know? Perhaps. I don't know. You wanted to. Did you fill that void in? Were you also her foster dad? You disgust me. All right. So. All right. So, anyway. um, uh, So, Sabrina was in love, or she thought she was in love. And. you ever you ever think you were in love and then you find out you're not in love, or like then you're like you look back in your life and you're like that wasn't love at all. Well, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: isn't that like every relationship you have?
2: No, well, I mean well, there's some it, it, relationships that end and you're still like that was love, but you yeah. just didn't. Yeah. Sometimes
1: yeah. people fall in and out of love, and sometimes that happens at different points for different people. Yeah. In that relationship. So it could be true that at one point in their relationship they were both in love with each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess just for me it's like what, like how do you how does one even define love?
1: What is love? <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt
0: me. me. Don't, Don't hurt me. me.
2: No more. No. Right. Yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah. Moving on. So, um so basically, yeah, so, so she thought she was in love. Uh, and they were together and, um, and basically Kevin was like, look, we're going to be together forever. Uh, you're going to help me raise my three-year-old daughter. We're going to be this family and stuff like that.
1: I wondered in his plan where he factored in the like 13-year-old daughter. Uh,
2: I don't think he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "What
1: about That's the other?" That's true.
2: <laughs> well, the thirteen-year-old daughter was actually Lisa's. So I bet he thought that she was going to live with maybe one of Lisa's Lisa's parents, or or like her dad, her and, biological dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so and um, Sabrina stated that uh, you know, Kevin wanted this plan as well you know, to, to start this life together. And he basically helped her plan to kill Lisa. Now, the original plan was to kill Lisa in her sleep and make it look like a home invasion. Um, the problem... Uh, so, so yeah. So, that was what it was supposed to be like. And they agreed that... Uh, uh, Sabrina... The, And Sabrina also agreed that Kevin should be on the road, so we had this, like, airtight alibi. Now, the night of the murder, uh, Sabrina was supposed to give Lisa, basically, a one-killing strike. Yeah. Um, But that is not what happened. Yeah. She basically went to stab Lisa, but she missed, and she stabbed Lisa in her face. Yeah, which... Ouch. Yeah, uh, tar- can, bad I, like, way to wake up.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say can you even imagine like waking up to that? Like that's insane.
2: No, 100%. It's <sighs> a, it's one of those things where it's like you know, I'd rather just, you know, at this point get one to the back of the head and call it quits. Yeah. I mean, that's that's my that's that's what I want. I I don't want to see it coming. Really? Yeah. That's that's how, I'd how prefer I prefer not it. to get murdered, but you yeah. know. But if you're going to, like, yeah, I'd make want... it quick. Exactly, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I'd want like an accidental drug overdose. I think.
2: Yeah, that'd be fun. Like, like, like to, <laughs> like, like yeah. just to die from like too much morphine. Exactly, the best drug on the world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I could totally one hundred percent do that. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> you know, not that I've thought about killing myself.
2: No, I mean. <laughs> like sometimes you think about never mind okay so uh you just weigh your options you know. no it, it's, it's more of like an academic kind of exercise thinking of, exactly yeah.
1: Yeah. like like um like osa how would you do it i don't know wait what are you doing Aaron?
2: well like sometimes i i think like imagine like a, a big wooden kind of plaque on on a wheel that goes like this right
1: like the one one with like numbers on
2: it no like 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 a big like imagine like a big sheet of wood okay right and you put the sheet on wood on like this tiny cylinder that makes it go around in 360 degrees okay sometimes i think about like being like tied on there and I'm going around and I'm going around and then like one time I'm going around and somebody like takes a, a big spike and just kind of like moves it into my line of like where I'm supposed to go around and then I don't know why I think about this what huh? the fuck man <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I, I think I I think it's like a um Edgar Allan Poe imagery in my head that i read when i was like 12 or something it sounds Uh. like you have
1: daddy issues
2: that's that's (laughs) not how daddy issues work (laughs) but like um there was like a edgar Allan poe one where someone gets like you know tied to like a, a board uh basically a board or a table and there's like a pendulum and it goes back and forth and it just drives him crazy i think i read that and i think like now when i You know, sometimes when I go to sleep, like, I have that imagery in my head for some reason.
0: Hmm. Just, like, slowly driving
2: you insane? A little bit, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. um, So, basically, uh, you know, Sabrina missed, hit Lisa's face, unfortunately. Lisa woke up screaming. This woke up the 13-year-old daughter. And uh, she basically ran into the room. You know, she was screaming... Uh, you know, stop stabbing my mom, but, you know, Sabrina wouldn't, so she ended up calling 911. Um, so, now, the idea of making this look like a uh, home invasion is impossible, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kevin had actually thought about this and came up with a contingency plan. He said, if this is what happens, if it, it can't look like a home uh, home invasion what you should do is when the cops get there just tell them that you don't remember anything right and then the courts will deem you uh you know uh mentally incompetent and you won't do any time
1: yeah you'll just go to the uh quote-unquote uh puzzle factory
2: exactly yeah you'll you'll just like you'll uh they'll put you on a bunch of drugs they'll, they'll give you like a you know, a 1500 piece jigsaw puzzle. Once it's done, uh, they'll let you out of there and, you and that, start a new life.
1: Yeah. And then you're yeah. a beggar at Safeway.
2: Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, the point is that Kevin, like, really thought this through to the point where, like, he was coming up with, like, contingency plans and whatnot. Kevin's a fucking dick. Yeah. Kevin sucks. Kevin's a dick. Um So uh basically Sabrina... Told the cops all this. And now the investigators need to corroborate Sabrina's story. So what they do, and this is around July 2013, um, they basically wire up Autumn, uh, oh, Sabrina's yeah. best friend, mm-hmm. to see if they Autumn could get Kevin to talk.
0: Which is like really like kind of brave of Autumn to like agree to do this. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, because and... she's like
1: a teenage girl too. Yeah, and it's kind of fucked up. It puts her in like a dangerous situation. Yeah, totally. Uh, like because
0: it's like and sh- now she has to like go into this home and talk to this guy who planned out a murder of
2: somebody. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not saying that I'm what Autumn did was incredibly brave, and yes. I'm not I'm not saying it wasn't but we don't know exactly the circumstances and how she was supposed to extract this confession maybe they were in public you know or but why I would they, they even mentioned be
0: going to the house you're maybe. right
2: i think she did yeah. I, I don't
1: know it. yeah why would they even be hanging out
0: yeah strange i
2: think there was probably more to the relationship that snap actually um explored that's true. There's right. probably some, some missing information, right? There. So, so I mean, if this guy is banging his 18 year old foster daughter, there's no reason why he wouldn't also be, you know, buddy buddy with his daughter's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's true. Um. So basically, the first thing Autumn does is call Kevin. Uh, um. She calls Kevin twice. But Kevin really doesn't say anything incriminating, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't say, you know, oh, yeah, I totally killed Lisa. That's not what was said. So Autumn, after that, agrees to wear a wire. And he goes to Kevin. She goes to Kevin's house. Yeah. And basically, she accused Kevin of having an affair with Sabrina and pushing her to commit murder. And Kevin never admits to this, but Kevin also never denies That this was the case. And that was enough for police to arrest him. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Makes sense. Yeah. So August 9th, 2013, Kevin gets arrested for murder. uh, But there's still no physical evidence to link Kevin with Lisa's murder. Right? This is all hinges on Sabrina's testimony. And kind of Autumn's sort of wire yeah recording. but
1: but really, like the only weapon in the prosecution's arsenal is uh Sabrina.
0: yes, right yep. Yeah. but so... I would say between between Sabrina's story and the autumn wire thing
2: mm-hmm.
0: where he doesn't deny anything and then also the the way that he acted at the funeral, yeah mm-hmm. that's all. All pretty suspicious. It one hundred percent
2: is very, very suspicious. It's just not physical evidence, right? Not not hard, concrete evidence. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Kevin gets arrested. He denies the affair. Um, and you know he denies the affair. There's no physical evidence. On May 29th, two thousand fourteen, Kevin goes on trial in Plainsville, Ohio. And the forty-three year old is charged with masterminding the murder of his wife and having a real shitty haircut. I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> thought... Be like
1: the judge <laughs> is also the fashion police. Yeah,
2: but I mean, I wasn't his haircut really bad?
1: Yeah, he looked like a manager at like an Arby's.
2: Yeah, he, he just like... <laughs> You know, it was all the same length. Like this entire head, every hair on his head was, was the same Was it kind of spiky too? Yeah, it was a kind little of spiky. Okay. Like
1: there's a little product. He's you know going bald. It's like yeah. what do you
2: want a fucking boy band? You know, you, just act your age. Yeah, yeah. Well, clearly like, he didn't do
0: that. He yeah. was like, I'm gonna spike my hair and hang out with teenagers. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, he should have just bought a Miata instead of go this I way know. in his midlife crisis. Yeah. Honestly. It's like
2: teenage girls, like, what can you even talk to them about? TikTok. I mean, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, hey, you know, you're TikTok AF. (laughs) Which doesn't... (laughs) Have you heard that song, WAP? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Certified freak. Seven days a week. Macaroni in a pot. Yeah. (laughs) So what? It is so wet. All right, so. um <laughs>
1: And then, uh, uh, yeah. Do
2: you guys have a WAP? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what that conversation turned into with him, because he was a creepy guy. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, 100%. What, wait, what's a WAP? A um,
0: oh, wet-ass pussy. Come on, oh, man. Get with the times. Oh,
1: I see. You Shit. live
0: under a rock? Jesus. Well, no? I
1: know what a thought is. I didn't know what a WAP was, but they go hand in hand, because I mean, thoughts I d- have WAPs. <laughs>
2: I mean, I suppose you're right. (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) uh, according to the prosecution, um, the idea, the idea of killing Lisa was entirely Kevin's. Right? He took advantage of this extremely vulnerable girl who wanted a father, and basically talked her into murder. Um, Piece of shit. Yes. And
1: and like. I don't want this to get glossed over, but, like, one of the main times they would hook up is he would, like, give her a ride to school, and she would give him a blowjob, like, on the way.
2: I was getting there, yeah.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I was scared was... you weren't going to talk about it.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, Important that's insane that you think I would gloss that over. So, <laughs> uh, so the first plan, you know, the plan to murder Lisa, like, it worked, you know, kind of like like. Kevin thought that the plan worked. Lisa was murdered, and um, you know, and basically, he thought that the authorities were just going to pin it on Sabrina. But then Sabrina flipped, um, and Sabrina ends up taking the stand against Kevin, and the prosecution, uh, basically, only had Sabrina, and the defense. Basically, said that Sabrina made all this up in her head. See, Sabrina had some mental issues. She yeah, was uh,
1: bipolar.
2: Bipolar, yes. And was in a uh, psychre- psych- psychiatric treatment since she was six. Yeah. Bipolar.
1: Bipolar. Bear.
2: Manic depressant. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's called bipolar now, but it used to be called manic depression.
2: I know. I, You know, a manic episode. Do you think that's like what it feels like to be like super high on like coke I, or meth or something? I've Possibly. Had,
1: I've had manic episodes. I'm like a little bit bipolar. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
2: What was if like, do you just feel like net like like you don't you haven't done any drugs and you just feel like super high?
1: Yeah, like I'll finish like whatever, like five paintings in a week and write like six songs.
2: Well, that's good. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Do you ever I mean, think I of just, Jesus? <laughs> yeah <laughs> you caught me off guard there but yes
0: <laughs> i just you know those days where you're like really energetic and you like cross off all the things on your to-do list and then do more
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, i would that's...
0: imagine that's what a manic episode is like except it lasts for like longer than a day yeah. like i think can... at the end of it it becomes a little too much maybe i don't know yeah
2: yeah i mean you know at first i'm like i could use a little bit more mania in my life yeah i have a couple more manic episodes but i think i think when you have a like a severe manic episode it's you never get the stuff done that you want to get done like you should be like you know doing applications or stuff but instead you're like taking apart the remote and putting it back together Or like taking and then
1: there's always extra parts after you put it back together. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) taking taking back uh, taking apart the alarm clock, you know, making something else. I think you're describing
0: um, methamphetamines. (laughs) Well, yeah,
2: but isn't that like what? uh, Well, well, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I I mean, I've heard that like what like a manic episode can be associated with like things like. Spending too much money or, like, doing drugs and, like, stuff like that, too. Yes.
2: Yeah. Mm. Spending spree.
1: Yeah. I love spending money.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So the prosecution also argues that Kevin's motive wasn't just to be with Sabrina, but it was also money money lisa had three or four life insurance policies that totaled seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars so always the
0: the life insurance policies isn't yeah. it i feel like we've done several of these where yeah oh.
2: yeah
1: very often yep. that's yeah. the motive
2: there, yeah. there's a lot of times where like i think like like i'll be doing a case and then like out of nowhere like like they won't even like make it a big deal in the case i'll be like oh and also there was like a life insurance policy like it's it's something that like you're like of course of course you know yeah you know it, it, it's just like whoever came up with life insurance was, was just like somebody was like we need more reasons to kill our spouses <laughs> <laughs> um so uh someone so and and basically after lisa died um kevin was trying to collect on her life insurance policy nine hours after her death
1: which they defended like when someone dies you often have to take care of a bunch of stuff right away
2: yeah which isn't a which is bad true. defense yeah, yeah. exactly
1: you yeah. Need but money at least
0: wait the till the next day right well, nine it hours the is... next day
1: it, it would have been because it was like one in the morning when she died oh uh, so, okay so huh. it
2: was... all right I'll just say this about I'll just say this about um, you know, people acting weird uh when a someone close dies to them. It's like you never know how someone's gonna act or how you're gonna act until you're in that situation. Yeah. Some people act in completely very bizarre uh manners and it's not that they're not bereaved. It's it's just like people deal with grief in a lot of different ways
0: yeah and i could see like at the very beginning being like um you know in a, a a state of shock or um
1: yeah i mean
0: and just being like okay these are the things i need to take care of and just like not not having the feelings yet
1: yeah it's yeah, kind of yeah.
0: numb to everything i guess is what i'm trying to say
1: yeah yeah definitely aaron's right like you know you deal with loss in a lot of different ways yeah 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 and exactly. everyone's different yeah
2: yeah i mean and and i and i feel like there has to be people out there that like you know deal with loss in in overcompensating and being very like maybe you know seem, seeming to be like very happy go lucky like and that's their way of like dealing with What they're feeling right Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. Um, you
1: know, just taking those motions and you just push them down, push them down, down. down. (laughs) and just
2: and just never let them out. Um, so autumn, so then autumn testifies against Kevin, and autumn testifies that Sabrina asks for a hitman. Mm -hmm. Um, however, she admits that Kevin was never part of the hitman conversation Mm. between her and Sabrina. Autumn also testifies. That Sabrina never admitted to having a sexual relationship with Kevin, right? So um, the prosecution brought out cell phone records. Ah. Uh. In one month, Sabrina and Kevin texted and called two thousand times. Two
1: zero zero zero. zero yeah. So Three I mean, zeros. I
2: guess that's a lot. How gonna, how many how many do you times do you guys text or call? in a month
1: i have no idea i mean not that much you know it's just like hey you want to get dinner tonight yeah
0: yeah and it's like we definitely call each other on the days that we don't see each other yeah
1: but
2: well you know (laughs) like it's (laughs) yeah it's healthy it is healthy. yeah um in the six hours before lisa's death Kevin and Sabrina texted 70 times.
1: Whoa.
2: So, I mean, maybe there was just, like, an interesting, like, Dragon Ball Z episode on, or I don't know.
1: Because, that you know, that was their favorite show, and they would always watch it together. Exactly.
2: Or they were just, like, back and forth
0: texting, like, kissy face emojis for six hours. Yeah,
1: eggplant.
2: Yeah. I love you. No, I love you. I love you more. No, I love you more. Eggplant Bit emoji. emoji. Bit <laughs> emoji. Bit <laughs> emoji. Bit emoji. Bit emoji. Bit emoji.
0: Eggplant emoji. Car emoji. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what is car emo-
1: The Roadhead. Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. We still yeah. haven't
2: got there. Sorry. Yeah, right. well. Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: Roadhead. Um,
2: so, and uh, the content of the text messages was unknown, um, but the FBI... Because the FBI couldn't extract the messages, so that was what the fuck is that? By the yeah, way, right?
1: FBI, you gotta step up your game. Yeah. yeah, right.
2: Um, on June fifth, the prosecution had Sabrina testify that she would blow him every single morning uh, before he would drive her to school, which is terrible. It's a
0: little little. It, yeah, it's pretty creepy. Yeah, it, it, it's creepy, but it's like blow me while I drive you to school. Like what?
1: Yeah, I mean, i've I've been the recipient of that, and you know, like sometimes you know you have to get somewhere, but you also want a blowjob. No.
2: Y- yeah, um, but like, I feel like I feel like everyone should just keep their eyes on the road and like, you <laughs> even know. a passenger. Yeah, but I mean, you can't like totally keep your eyes on the road if like you're getting your dick sucked. No, you can. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but like I f- I feel like you should you should have you should have all your senses like like concentrated on the one thing you're doing, which is driving a car safely. That's that's how I feel about it. I
0: mean, they do always talk about the dangers of distracted driving. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I feel like you would be somewhat distracted, but that is besides the point. The point is he is her foster father <laughs> and he's driving her to high school. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We- yeah, that's that's not cool.
0: <laughs> that
2: and- is the issue with this. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> no, I, I know, yeah. No, I mean it's just um and it's also kind of like it's just overall like really every oh, okay, whatever. All right. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, and, and basically Kevin was just, you know, doing Kevin and Sabrina, were doing all this like kind of, you know, low key under the table, hooking up, um, under he's... the table. Well, yeah. Below the dash. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, and then finally, uh, the prosecution asked Sabrina, "You know why she killed Lisa?" And she said to the prosecution, point blank, "Kevin told her to do it. And uh, Kevin showed Sabrina even how to stab Lisa."
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, showed the motion. It's like you
2: stab down yeah. and you turn. Yeah, they were they were like, "How did how did Kevin tell you to stab stab Lisa?" And she was like, "Stick it in." It's like okay.
1: Well, she said like stick it in and then twist it. She said that. Okay. Um.
2: Yeah. But Let's appara- do the twist. apparently, Kevin didn't do a very good job teaching her at all. Well, she had no practice. That's true. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So basically, anyway, uh, Sabrina, you know, so. The whole time, basically, Sabrina's like testifying against Kevin. The defense is basically saying Sabrina's crazy; she's hearing voices. She and Sabrina actually did state on the st- uh, testify and stand that she did hear voices.
1: And her father was schizophrenic, and that usually runs in the
2: family. Yeah. yeah. So what's going to happen? Well, on June twelfth, two thousand fourteen, the jury reached a verdict. Regardless. Of Sabrina possibly being insane, Kevin was found guilty of all eleven counts. Yes. And Kevin was sentenced to prison uh without parole uh for at least forty two years. Suck it, Kevin. Yeah. So he's gonna be like <laughs> He fucking deserves that. Oh, Oh one hundred percent. So
1: He'll I mean, be the one giving out Roadhead.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: If he shower. ever gets if he ever gets to ride in a car again.
1: I mean, it, it, he'll well, r- in prison you got to choose which car you ride in.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a thing they do. Like like it's called car, car means like gang. So like if you're in mm-hmm. a car that means you're in like a certain gang.
1: Yeah.
2: Mhm. So he's probably in the he's probably a wood. He's a peckerwood. Yeah. Right. Peckerwood. Um, you know, Aryan Brother uh, uh ABA the Aryan Brother Association Alliance. No, Aryan Brother. Aryan Brother. Why did I think ABA? It's not ABN, though. I don't know. There's also not Nazi Lowriders. Nazi Lowriders. What's that? It's another white supremacist gang in prison. Huh. I watched a ton of (laughs) lockup. All right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's really not that hard to make uh, alcohol in a toilet oh pruno yeah yeah you just basically That's put fucking a bunch of gross though i mean yeah but do you know how many cigarettes you could get for that you mm. know mm. you just basically put a bunch of oranges and i think you need bread too you need oranges mm-hmm. bread you put it in a and bag sugar
1: packets right
2: yeah yeah and then you just like leave it there for a month
0: I wish there was a sound I could associate with the face that I'm making. (laughs) (laughs) No.
1: No. You know, there's actually a competition in Las Vegas that's like the world championship of Pruno.
2: What? What I said. It's a world, like like who makes the best Pruno? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, I read about it. I was like,
2: huh. And, and, and who who makes the best pruno?
1: I don't know. Some dude? Some I, lady? I don't know. But, like, they're all ex-cons, and they compete to see who makes the best pruno.
2: Crazy. I, I think, yeah, it's um prison culture It's interesting. Like, I, you ever see the prison tattoos? Some of them, like, don't look so bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also feel like they get pretty creative with, like, their food recipes.
2: Mm. I would
0: love to see, like, a competition, like you were talking about, but with, like, prison
1: food oh uh, yeah yeah Well they
0: make some stuff that's like pretty fucking tasty well,
1: well yeah uh there's that show with tracy morgan the last og uh-huh. and he starts a food truck that's like prison food truck nice yeah yeah yeah
2: and um uh you know i i wanted to sh- start a like a bar maybe but instead of like serving beer or wine or like cocktails it was all just prison alcohol okay I mean, I'm never gonna do it because that's fucking stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be like a cool idea.
1: Yeah, you you could do it maybe uh, for a night. Why well, be I mean, like it's prison night? Yeah, you get locked in this bar and you have to drink this homemade alcohol. It would
2: get, <laughs> out it would of be a toilet. Like, it would be like a really good party theme. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, Kevin's in prison. Uh, on August 28th, 2014, Sabrina was sentenced to life without parole after 30 years. Uh, she'll be eligible for parole in 2042. So she'll be 47 years old.
1: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she still has a life ahead of her. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, look, like, uh, you know, like, Kevin. Kevin's the, the fucking asshole, the prick. He's the one who um definitely he manipulated her exactly mm-hmm. but at the same time like you know
0: i like i understand like she sabrina she stabbed a woman 187 her, times her foster like, mother her foster mother yeah exactly. like that's pretty intense
2: yeah so like even even being vulnerable like she still needed to be punished in a yeah way, you know. yeah and that's it yeah we hit it we hit it we hit that shit so hard
1: um any plugs oh so you got some plugs no okay yep um this episode is going to come out after our uh, pet shop thing
2: then no plugs for me
1: um
2: i love is amazing oh
0: you murder?